0: all right chopper suit convos we back what's going on jamal what up dan what up mr buster douglas how you living man oh can't complain shout out the buster douglas man they cheated for you to win legendary they cheated i thought i thought he was whooping on mike hey man you can believe whatever narrative you need to man it's all good um, yeah i guess that was around the time i'm when-
1: uh, Mike Tyson, we wanted to eat people's children and stuff.
0: I got some lists and I need your thoughts. First list, this is Complex from June 8th, 2012. 10 new DMV rappers to watch out for. Oh, Lord. Oh,
1: hold on, a list from when?
0: 2012, let's see if these brothers made it. Oh my God. First person on the list, Black Cobain. Did they make? Did he make it? Uh, <laughs> it said his pros were versatility, international exposure, and good production. International kind. exposure. I don't know what that means.
1: Because he's been around the world, that makes him a good
0: rapper. That's crazy. Uh, sounds too much like Wale. Uh,
1: respectfully, he didn't make it. Shout uh-huh. out to
0: Black Cobain. Shout out to him, represent Alexandria. Next person on the list, Chris Bars from Largo, Maryland.
1: Pro. I think I'm a light-skinned dude. Do they got their I pictures? Don't
0: I don't know. No. Damn, I'm getting him confused with Tay Bars. There was a dude named Tay Bars, too. They say the pros are a clever, witty wordplay and also a producer. And cons occasionally overdoes it with the hashtag flow. Whoa.
1: Oh, it's going down basement.
0: Yeah. fake Sean from PG County.
1: I remember the name Chris bars. I don't remember. Really remember him. I remember Tay bars a little bit more, but um, am nah, not, he, he didn't, he didn't fare out too well.
0: All right. Next Fat trail Northeast DC pros menacing, tenacious no holds bar style, a goon alternative to what you're used to hearing out of the area cons can that translate into mainstream success no (laughs)
1: well it could have if he just if dc knew how to have fun with their streetness and i just feel like i mean i can't speak for him i don't know i just think he didn't have enough people around him that could give him like a different perspective or enough people around him that he would respect enough that would say hey man go do this on the on in the booth let's just do try this like have some fun with it like you already like this be like this on the track like you don't like you're already gangster you don't gotta like be extra gangster that shit's just gonna come out on its own like you know what i'm saying so that's my opinion i just and i feel like his crew didn't help i feel like when he had like a stronger crew like he had rated r to mac that was a he was a dope cool rapper he was like on some pimp shit from dc he had like a cool like swag about him rated r was dope and then um when he was with and um, when Gleesh was with him, that was pretty tight. Cause you know Gleesh is like a sauce lord. Then like even Do Baby and them had swag back then. Like Do Baby was like he was doing pretty good like back then. And then um who else
0: Chris <laughs> hey, Bow Chris Bow no to say he didn't make it man.
1: No, I'm just giving I'm just giving like go context. ahead
0: man because you know more you know a lot about it behind the scenes. So go ahead. Yeah,
1: and then Chris Bow was like a dope like um Spitter from Southeast that had street credibility. You know what I mean? He was like, his name was good in the streets and he was like a cool rapper. He was very gooned out, but Chris Bow was dope. And then like Young Moe was on like the up and coming. You know, Young Mo has actually built a pretty good fan base for himself. And Young Moe was like more of like a traditional rapper, but he was like killing. I remember him in Trail Remix TTG, the um Waka Flocka and um French Montana song and them niggas was going back and forth, like, going crazy, and I remember I told Young Mo this, too, because this was, like, a few years removed from it, and I was like, yeah, man, like, you be killing shit, but I was like, yo, but my favorite shit from you is that TTG remix that y'all did, and he was like, what? You like that, man? That shit was, like, lame. He thought it was lame because how much he was spitting, and even Trail like, agreed, he was like, nah, yo, nah, he actually do got a point. He was like, there was a point in time when you was, like, kind of, like, the only nigga that was, like, like, keeping up with me and, like, killing shit, so I feel like His surrounding team kind of like hurt him too, because I feel like when people have like a good surrounding team around them, especially from a city that's like depleted from so much like rap greatness, it can hurt them. So that's my long answer. I feel like Trail didn't fare out well, but I, I feel like. Hey, man, if he's breathing, there's still hope. So I'm not
0: giving up on him. But, you know, I don't think he... It's over, man. He didn't reach his
1: potential that he should
0: have. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, yeah, and he
1: had a dope song with Tabby Bonet. I actually was listening to that song and watched the video, like, a month ago. Time of Your Life. It was, like, a dope beat. Like, Tabby was leading it. You know, Tabby's kind of like fake Pharrell a little bit, like, when in the way he makes music. And it was, like, perfect. It was, like, what I like from Nudie. Like, he was being... Street nigga on a very poppy, happy, like you know, type of beat. And that was just trail, had like he was like in a zone then, like he was just in his zone. Like songs like Rolling, um, even the uh, was popular, baby, Slutty Boy, again like he was having fun and just they were just doing all kinds of shit man, like that. They had like a little wave and they they lost it. That was like an important time. People don't really know. Him how quickly that type of shit can go but
0: go ahead that was all one right answers. let's talk about the one nigga that did make it and they knew logic gaithersburg maryland Prose, sick lyrics does it all from producing to engineering confident and polished con sounds too much like drake well he's the one brother that didn't make it on this list
1: well he made it as far as far as like a dmv rapper
0: goes He made it for any rapper. Period. My man got thirty million dollars from Def Jam. That brother was doing numbers for. Period. He has platinum and gold albums, successful songs. Yeah, he definitely
1: made it, but like, he made it, but like, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, you would you would definitely say he made it probably over Big Crit, but I feel like Big Crit did what? Not even close. I feel like Big Crit has like more a respected legacy than him.
0: Not really. He has a respected legacy to niggas that didn't buy his music. They only liked him when his shit was free.
1: So did he make it more to Schoolboy Q, Logic?
0: Uh, Nah, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of (laughs) close. Because, yeah, Schoolboy Q has one successful album with Man of the Year on it, and then yeah, it wasn't the same anymore. Had a couple successful songs like that part that you don't like. And uh, what other song was on his album? Oh, yeah. He had a song called Floating or something with Little Baby from oh, yeah. like three years ago. But maybe Schoolboy Q has more successful singles. So.
1: Now, shout out to Logic. I remember he was a local rapper. He used to be at Bohemian Caverns a lot back in the days. And I, I remember like the local Logic. So shout out to him. Keep going. I want to hear the more of this list.
0: All right. Uh... Yeah, my phone is moving silly because I'm the list is an on Android. No, nah, this is on my trap phone, on my iPhone 6S. Yeah, I still got the trap phone. Hmm. Uh hmm. let me see. Yeah, all right. It's moving slow. I'm gonna bring it up on my laptop. Let me see.
1: Why do you like old technology so much and old video games and old tech, like PlayStation 2s and shit?
0: Uh I don't know, man. Shit is useful. All right. I got the list here. Pulled it up on my laptop. Next person on the list after Logic is Lyricist. I remember that Hi, name. It's Bill Maryland. The pros, bodies versus on the humble. Good ear for beats. Cons has a little commercial appear and probably okay. doesn't want any. Yeah, that's what the DMV is about. We don't do nothing. Yeah, they're
1: about very lyrical
0: hip-hop niggas that's, <laughs> what,
1: that's why they mentioned trail was like a, they said a street counterpart to the region they weren't used to that for a while only like uh lupe fiasco and kanye niggas was coming out of
0: here all right next on the list phil Ide, your big brother another one's ridiculous flow versatility and excellent attitude whatever that means cons yeah. will will the mainstream welcome another rapper singer hybrid not this one
1: he has a song that I used to like, Superstar. You are a superstar. I've been with you from the start. Before you knew you were a star way out in Hollywood. That's what it was called, Hollywood. And he was singing to himself saying, don't go Hollywood.
0: Yeah, he went. didn't. He didn't do it. Next yeah. person on the list, Proverb from Largo. I Pros, definitely... the, that Ooh, underdog I hunger. Too. Khan's a big gap between projects.
1: <laughs> I knew Proverb too. Proverb was a very good uh um he was a very good um in-person type of artist. Like he could like he was like he he did what he did too late. He's like a mad skills type of person where he can like freestyle in person for like 20 minutes and say like a, a lot of tight crazy shit. And he was like a very good good lyricist. I know Proverb through a few people. Of course, I knew him through Chris. I've been around Proverb a lot. I knew him through someone else, too. And I almost mentioned his name when you mentioned another rapper because he used to kind of have a... I ain't even going to get into all that, but you know what I'm saying? But Proverb had potential if it was for yesterday's rap scene. But as far as 2010s go, maybe he could have been like a sci High... B.O.B. kind of person but no, nah, I think the side high would have been so and I know he's from Baltimore but I wonder if they're going to mention LoS on this uh, side no.
0: next so. person on the list your big sister Radha MC I Rose met is MC. a legit MC no frills or gimmicks cons overshadowed by male and female counterparts hey man so what
1: <laughs> Radha MC I think she was Nigerian if I'm not mistaken um, sure.
0: okay. I definitely
1: remember her I met her before I'm not going to lie, I know this is back. I really don't remember anything about like her artistry. But yeah. I remember she had a cool look uh, for a little while, like the way she dressed and stuff. But
0: All right, next person on the list. Shy Glizzy, Southeast D.C. Pros, eager, willing to beef with whoever, energetic and not scared to beef. Whoa, they say he's not scared to beef twice. Hey, all right. Kans yeah. needs more material, extremely nasal, and needs to improve song-making skills. He did.
1: Yeah, he wasn't really like a real rapper. This was before. when he was uh,
0: nineteen.
1: Yeah, I didn't look at him as like a a music person. I just looked at him as like a street nigga who could rap. But he definitely beat my expectation. He won people over more than I thought he would. People liked him. I thought he kinda had it easy, honestly. I was just thinking like, these niggas just I don't like I thought but I remember he had his one shit with the Migos on one of his uh
0: albums that I used to like. Um
1: and then um so would you say he made it
0: or no? Yeah, he did. You can argue at his peak, you could argue he was the biggest DC rapper after Wale in terms of having songs like Awesome that did well nationally. Of course, Crew got nominated for a Grammy. Grammy. Um, of course, he had a viral joints like Catch a Body with Zay Tiggy. He had a Gangsta Grills with DJ Drama. Like, yeah, you could say Shy Glizzy did make it in terms of out of D.C. street rap. He went the farthest. Mm. Yeah, he did. He did. uh, And next on the list, you mentioned him earlier. Young Mo, Alexandria, Virginia, pros, hungry, rolls with Fat Trail, which should get him some shine. Can he stand separately from Fat Trail? Not really.
1: He actually has, but he hasn't really built the biggest fan base. I mean, he became Kevin Gates' friend, but...
0: Yeah, yeah he became a Muslim rapper.
1: I mean, he is Muslim. He's
0: Egyptian. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was an Egyptian. Shout out yeah. to the Arabs out there. Yeah. So, um,
1: yeah, another person that I knew personally, he used to stay, you know I mean, with us at Richmond. Shout out to Young Mo. He held it down when uh Chief Keith and Blood Money and all them pulled up the Richmond uh, uh, trail and Chris was in cali during that time uh ha- having fun with master p and alley boy
0: you uh, <laughs> mo
1: mo held it down because mo used to get on my nerves a little bit because he's a little bit younger than us and you know so he was just you know he was just kind of wild like you know what i mean he was always a hustling type person always hungry but he was just wild but that weekend he like held it down and like did it to my like student standards because i'm like a student with the around these niggas like i still gotta go to class and shit these niggas be up to like five in the morning playing music and shit but when they came he had that shit on lock he made sure uh chief keith and all them was good and felt comfortable in richmond you know i mean he had them protected he had like his niggas come and like host him and then like when blood money was uh stay the night at my crib like blood money was like smoking and shit and this was like after our building was like yo if we smell any smoke again like y'all niggas is getting the fuck out because our shit used to be smoked out and um he was like, yo, 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 man. Yeah, nah, man. You can't you can't smoke. You know what I mean? They the build gonna kick them out and shit. So he had Blood Money smoke like in the back room and shit. I didn't even have to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Even though Blood Money was cool with it, you know what I mean? RP Blood Money, he was cool as shit. He was a dope ass nigga. Like, you know what I mean? I ain't even gonna get into what he did, but you know what I mean? He did some real nigga shit when he stayed stayed the night over there. So that that shit was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go to another list. Uh the another thing that's your expertise. The NFL, Hmm. they had their top 10 or top 100 list. I'm reading their top 10 for you. Number 10, Chris Jones. Do you like that?
1: Chris Jones is nice. Um, He's, I guess, compared to, he is one of the best players in the league. You know what I'm saying? By the way,
0: Aaron Donald was number 11. So they're saying Chris Jones is the best defensive tackle now in the NFL. Last year, he was the best defensive tackle, but he's not. But Chris Jones is a big dog. Nothing to play with. All right. Number nine, Micah Parsons for your Dallas Cowboys.
1: He has future Hall of Fame potential easily.
0: All right. Number eight, Josh Allen.
1: That, That guy's a dog, and I've always been high on Josh Allen. I remember when niggas tried to say that he sucked. I had no idea what they were talking about. Yeah, he threw a few more picks, I guess. And he did a little bit of, like, gambling, gunsling, and shit. But I always seen, like, just, like, the potential. Like, he's a big white boy that runs and can throw the ball. And he was just baller. So, Josh Allen, number eight. Yeah, I wonder where Derrick Henry is and stuff like that. Um, hey, I man, even he's even a running back. back.
0: You know he ain't up here. Get like, that Sal- shit out I of here. Like Tyreek Hill. Yeah.
1: One of a kind. He's all. He better be top ten. Number six, Joe Burrow. I can't stand that nigga, but he's a beast. Joe Burrow's cold. He's cold with it. Number six. Trying to think, who's in the league? I don't think who's in the league. I don't think he's better than Aaron. (laughs) I don't think he's better than Aaron Donald. But maybe I'm just hating on him because people all vouch for Joe Burrow. They think he's like top five, and he is nice. Like Joe Burrow is
0: that dude. So. Number five, Travis Kelsey.
1: That's weird. Football is so hard to do this to me compared to basketball, but he's one of the best tight ends of all time. So and he did his thing last year. So
0: I agree with that. Number four, Nick Bosa.
1: That little young racist is a is a is a monster, but I wouldn't put him at no fucking number four. Fuck out of here. I think TJ Watts probably better than him.
0: Number three, Jalen Hurts.
1: I like Jalen Hurts a lot. Last year, yeah, he was the third best
0: player in the league. Yeah. Number two, Justin Jefferson.
1: Mm, Yeah. Uh, Hold on. Yeah, I guess. Justin Jefferson's a dog. I ain't got nothing to say about him. And you already know who number one is, nigga. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. And that's very, very easy. Yes, indeed. Patrick Mahomes, the greatest quarterback of all time. You know what I'm saying? The best (laughs) NFL quarterback that has ever stepped foot on the gridiron. I've been saying it for the last four or five years. I've already seen it. I saw it his first season. I didn't need all this longevity bullshit people are talking about. You know what I'm saying? I didn't need none of that. I already knew he was the greatest. They compare him and Tom Brady's first five years, it looks silly.
0: Yeah, because Tom Brady was a game manager like the first five years of his career. It's a different sport.
1: It looks silly, and of course, the game changed. So, um, you know, like Patrick Mahomes had some more touchdowns, but um, against Tom Brady, but he, like, he dwarfed Tom Brady's shit.
0: What's his record against Tom Brady? I
1: don't know. Let's see right now. Let's find that out right now.
0: I know he lost to him in the Super Bowl in the AFC championship game. I don't know how many matchups they had, though, in their career. By the way, your big brother, Derrick Henry's 25. Mm. And the Derek number Henry. one running back was Austin Eckler at 21.
1: He was a part of my fantasy championship team. Oh, my years.
0: bad. Josh Jacobs was number one running back, number 12.
1: Your punk ass picked him like in a later round when I wanted him as my nother, my second one. I remember you were hating on him like uh, around that time. Like, you're not hating, but you just probably just didn't care. So I'm thinking, like, Dan is picking. Like, I'm thinking, like, Dan's not going to get him or just whoever is not going to get him. It was, you might have been like a pick or two ahead of me. And I'm thinking, I'm about to have Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs because I'm thinking these niggas is hating on Josh Jacobs. Like, and the next thing you know, boom, Dan took him. I was like, this motherfucker. So I don't know their records against each other. I can get that for you real quick. But I know through the first five seasons, Tom Brady had three uh, uh, Super Bowl wins. Thanks to Adam Vinatieri, Teddy Bruschi, Ty Law, and all them. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had two. They both had two Super Bowl MVPs. Only Patrick Mahomes had two MVPs. Tom Brady had zero. Patrick Mahomes had five Pro Bowls his first five years. Tom Brady had three. Patrick Mahomes had uh, two first-team All-Pros. Tom Brady had zero. Tom Brady had 18,000 passing yards. Patrick Mahomes had 23,000. Tom Brady had 123 um, touchdowns to 66 interceptions. Patrick Mahomes had 192 touchdowns to 48 interceptions.
0: So does that mean he's going to last like Tom Brady, or is he just going to have a hot start? That's it.
1: No, I means he's probably well, he needs to not eat sugar like
0: Tom Brady. That's what he needs to do. Stop eating sugar. No, that nigga not playing until he's forty-five. I don't think he cares about football that much.
1: And they played each other four times in their um their they're two and
0: how how long ago was this?
1: I gotta look at this. (laughs) But they're um they're two and two. Let me see. I don't know when this was written though. Dang.
0: So the two times Tom Brady won was dang in the playoffs. And then Patrick Mahomes beat him twice in the regular season. Yep. Okay, that's good. All right. I got another list for you. Shout out to OK Player and Con Davidson, the best 17 Detroit rappers. Mm. Number 17, Pretty Brea. Damn, no Molly Brazy. Number 16, Z-Loopers. Don't know who these people are, but I'll check them out. 15, T-Grizzly. They always going to put him in. They
1: love that guy. I mean, I'm not saying he ain't doing his thing. He got fans still seemingly for a reason, so. 14, payroll Giovanni. You know, the OG. OG, the young wave of like at least the west side type wave, not the east side. East side a little more versatile. 13, Baby Money. Oh, yeah, I remember him. I don't know what happened to him, though, since, like, last year. But good luck to him. You think he's on QC, right? Yep. 12, Eminem. Oh, Lord. Of all time or, like, right, right, right now? Right now, trickster.
0: I'm about to say. <laughs> Dang, they ain't got Eminem on this still. Number 12, hey, man. He just got mad at Melly Mel. Melly Mel had to let that nigga know you were pissing the elevator on the fucking <laughs> hip-hop floor, boy. You ain't nobody. Rockin' Rock Melly how come Melly Mel rapped like like the '80s still? Because he hasn't updated his flow. <laughs> <Dr>. <laughs> Pharaoh said that on YouTube. He said, "Man, I'm 65 and Melly Mel sound old, as old, sound old as hell to me with that flow." He said, "I he never really... cared about that." <laughs> Who said that? Pharaoh. He said he never cared about that <laughs> flow. <laughs>
1: shit, my dad cared about that.
0: My dad thought that shit was hard. Yeah, he said. <laughs> He said that when people talk about hip hop history, they got to talk about how it hit people in New York and how it hit America. He said in Chicago, when you hear about rap, N.W.A. is what got me interested. I didn't care about none of that stuff, that old New York Curtis blow, none of that. He didn't rate none of that.
1: He tripping. My dad thought Curtis Blow was the. He's nigga. not
0: tripping. Just your dad liked that stuff, and he, <laughs> Pharaoh didn't.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying that nigga tripping.
0: Some niggas don't like that old New York swag. They never rated it, especially if you're from Chicago. I don't think they nah, can. bro. My dad used to, used to live in Chicago when he was a teenager. So yeah, I mean, but it's different, you know. He's from the South. I don't know. I'm not from a major city like that, so I don't.
1: Pharaoh sometimes just be trying like, to be cool. Sometimes Pharaoh be trying to be cool. Sometimes I'm but trying it to tell. It's
0: true that a lot from what I. I've seen, and other people say they do talk about that, yeah, for certain regions. It's not New York didn't pop it for them. They talk Yeah, about- right,
1: nigga. Uh, NWA, all the down south niggas will all say them niggas love Curtis Blow. Them niggas loved L O Q J like Ella i, I like don't curtis hear everybody
0: blow? say that when i hear curtis blow it's mostly like Nas is the one that be talking about curtis blow nah bro i ain't never
1: even even in the wood they were talking about curtis but i've never heard yeah, but that's thing. the
0: point who i don't know who wrote the wood it might be a nigga from new york we don't know that's what i'm saying a lot of this it stuff wasn't. is written by new york people
1: because no, they are not, the media
0: capital and no. they created rap no. so
1: Mm-mm. no i'm trying to tell you bro like I'm just saying I'm generalizing, and this is all I guess. So there's not no facts, but I just know that from what I've ever heard growing up, I've never heard an old head nigga in my life hate on Curtis Blow or LL Cool J. Maybe like Kumo cool D it might be like 50-50, but I even heard him get love. But um, and I, and I and niggas loved Melly Mel back in the day, especially like the message like was like the real shit niggas ever heard that's one of the top 10 best rap songs to me of all time so i think pharaoh just be hating of course when scar was and written
0: by a nigerian and todd boyd hey man i'm just trying to tell you curtis yeah, blow man, i didn't blow, know I nigerian know. wrote the wood shout out to you boy
1: curtis blows that nigga bro ax ice cube ax
0: easy i mean EZ. hey i had i don't know man. shout out to curtis blow man basketball's a cool song and Nas liked you a lot he read in the breaks world the breaks
1: was the shit too.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That was the shit. Yeah, if you like that old man rap, number 11, Cash Doll. I think she's uh a little too high, but shout out to Cash Doll. I like her, she's beautiful. Number 10,
1: V's. That's obvious. I think he should be a little higher. I'm sure they're gonna have, yeah, I'm I know PZ's gonna be above him, babyface Ray's gonna be above him, and um, I know that, um. They're about to put fucking Vezo ahead of him and Doug, but go ahead.
0: Number nine, Skilla Baby.
1: Yeah, I heard his name a lot. Cash Kid probably gonna be in
0: the top ten. He better. Number eight, baby tron. Yeah, he's one of the hotter ones right now. Number seven, black milk.
1: I don't know who that is. Respectfully.
0: Number six, four two Doug. Rightfully so. He needs to hurry up and get out of jail. Number five, Peasy. Obviously. 4 Sada baby. No. Shouldn't be in the top ten. They didn't
1: even name Band Game Lonnie Gang uh, Lonnie Bands. They tripping, bro.
0: Yeah, niggas don't rate him like you. Number three, I swear, Vezo. He, he needs to get up there a little bit more, too. Number two, Boldy James. Alright, I'm done. And number one, Baby Face Ray.
1: They didn't name Cash Kid. They didn't name Lonnie. You better, man. He
0: put that boy in honorable mention. Lonnie should be an honorable mention. Uh, who else is out of the D? Shout out to the homie that made the list, Con Davidson. He's from Detroit. Been a music journalist and photographer since 2004. So I'm sure he's proud to see that his city is popping.
1: GT's not consistent enough to me. But GT should be an honorable mention, too.
0: All right. So, man, give us some fantasy football secrets, man. I saw our boy put out a new list today. Who? Anthony Kirchhoff. Yeah, I don't know. I that. said Anthony because he, I mean, Andrew, sorry.
1: I mean, what's his name? I'm going to have to check him out. I've never really seen him before. I mean, you keep telling me about him, but. I'm going to have to check them out.
0: Yeah, I learned about him from you. He put out a list 53 minutes ago. Must drive wide receivers. I'll check that Mm. out. Word, word, word. Because I don't It's funny. I'm only in the fantasy football league because I'm an original member. I haven't done any research. I look at it now that, hey, I put $100 a year for community service. So, hey, I'll be having fun. So why do you
1: check that guy out if you don't care about it?
0: Because I just like to see what's going on in the trends in the sport because fantasy football tells you how the game has changed. So I'm trying to learn, pay attention to what's going on because we know the wide receiver is now the most important weapon on offense outside of quarterback. So it's interesting to see how that develops as the sport continues. Especially since so I'm excited about Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> I can't wait for that young man to come to the NFL next year. I hope he balls. Yeah, me too. So have you watched any of that dude's videos? Uh, Not this season, nah.
1: Okay, I'm just wondering. I'm just Tell me what you think about him. I might check him out myself.
0: Hey, man, this is your big brother. He helped you oh, be I- a two-time champion, right? Aren't you a champion in two leagues right now?
1: No, I'm not a champion in two leagues, of just one. Oh, I came in second last year. True. Yeah, I'll be doing numbers, baby. Like I can't fucking wait. You know what I mean? I'm just you know, I can't really speak on fantasy stuff cuz you're an opponent. So I I don't talk about that kind of stuff. But I have like yeah, But I'm
0: a that, cap opponent. I'm not really a threat. I have uh, to know about football anymore.
1: I have strat I have strategies that I'm trying to see how I'm going to do cuz the game has changed so much. Like the tight end position, that's an important position. Um, running backs is important as far as because the game has changed. Receivers and then the quarterbacks are a little different this year. There's not like midget Max gone, so there's not that many. Like I don't know. There's it's just it's just, it's kind of like a a transitional year. Like how things go this year is gonna tell you how it's gonna be for the next like two or three years. It seems.
0: All right, let's continue the football talk. How do you feel about the Washington Commanders offensive players saying that Eric, the enemy is too harsh and mean? They sound like trick-ass niggas,
1: and they have no room to complain. I don't care if they haven't been a part of the team throughout that 20-plus year disgusting drought, but if you are a Washington Commanders uh, player, just shut your punk ass up, get coached hard, and play and stop being soft. Man, I wish they could bring back coaches like Lou Holtz back.
0: Why do you think Ron Rivera told the world that his players are pussies?
1: Because he's for so old school, too. He played for the Bears and shit. These niggas is tired of these bitch ass niggas, man.
0: Like, but today he apologized and said, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have told you that my players are suckers. Hey,
1: man, these are grown men acting like bitches. I wish Bill Parcells could come around lou holtz was mean as fuck back in the days why and do you then, keep bringing up lou
0: holtz man that nigga look like a little teddy bear
1: <laughs> he does look cute paul's <laughs> he is like a cute old man Paul. and he be
0: talking like this or something he talking
1: like <laughs> uh, come on come on guys that nigga's still sharp too like i feel like he got lights in his glasses he be shining on tv
0: oh he got lights on
1: yeah like 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 his glasses put like lights on his face What with diamonds are dancing out there like, Lou Holtz is a funny nigga, bro. I laugh every time. <laughs> I see him. He's like Mr. Rogers.
0: But, would, you, um, would you want, would you, you used to play football. Did you ever have a problem with a coach being overly aggressive in their tone and how they wanted things done?
1: Nah, I mean, they would get on my nerves, but I never, like, stepped out of line. Like, I just knew to take coaching hard because my dad played football, so. I you never sit- had, like,
0: a, Because by your senior year, you're one of the veterans on the roster in high school. Like if there was a situation like that, would you feel comfortable talking to your defensive coordinator or head coach if your position coach or say the defensive coordinator was tripping?
1: No, because oh my, my, my dad played football, so...
0: Whoa, you didn't have time? you, you said never... Again. Whoa, you said that again, my dad played football. I could never
1: tell my dad, oh, my coach is being mean.
0: Like, I just say he, your dad. I mean, I meant like, all right. I'm just
1: saying. That's already been instilled in me. Like, I can never think, like, my coach is being mean to me. Like, I just, that never even made sense to me. Like, if your coach is not fucking with you, then you have to worry. Like... If your coach is not riding you and not bothering you, then he don't give a fuck about you at all. If they're still riding you and on your shit and nitpicking at you, that means they want, they care about you and they think you're, you're a valuable player. So I could, I've never just been able to think like, I just never been able to think like that. My dad used to tell me all the time, like, he was like, y'all lucky y'all coaches soft nowadays. Our coaches used to cuss us out, like, not like literally spit in their face, but nigga, they coaches used to be crazy when he was in high school. He said that they changed, like, they don't do a lot of that shit no more, so I'm just, <laughs> I Luke had an Holtz. idea of how things go. That's why I keep mentioning Lou Holtz. My dad told me he was mean.
0: Yeah, Lou Holtz told them niggas to stand up for the flag punk. He said you punk niggas should do stuff in your black community instead of kneeling. Y'all don't do shit in the hood.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was kind of like, you know, old school racist and shit, but he was mean like Bob he wasn't like racist.
0: Time. He's telling the truth. Y'all niggas don't do shit in the ghetto, but y'all want to kneel? He was focused, bro. His birthday no, was, was January 6th. But he was kind
1: of racist at Notre Dame a little bit.
0: Ah, man, don't worry about that, man. He's 86 years old. He was born in West Virginia. He's from Ohio, man. He's just a real mud boy. Yeah, and like, like,
1: he was was like
0: a Kent State. He's a heavy hitter like you. He he was like a Bob Knight type
1: nigga. Like, he was mean and strict as fuck. And then Parcells was mean as shit, too. That motherfucker didn't play at all either. Uh, And then Herm Edwards was just annoying about it. Like, he's a coach that would get on my nerves. He just
0: got slid at Arizona State. He had his own teammates. His own coach is fucking him over. Yeah, I don't know wh- why his stuff never worked out. Because, hey, man, I don't know. You know, it's hard to be a black coach out here, allegedly. I mean, look at Eric Biennium. He can't even be mean to these niggas. But Eric many yeah, And that, that many also people. lets you know at Kansas City, he, that nigga wasn't really coaching, bro. <laughs> Andy was. Hey, I knew him. you were
1: going to say that. That's not true. But fair. it's
0: the truth.
1: It's not true. It is the, hey, tr- the enemy is a bully too, though. That's why he gets on players <laughs> <night>. like, <laughs> LeSean McCoy Don't like him because he told he used to scream at LaShawn McCoy when he was in the Chiefs and told him to stop holding the ball like a loaf of bread.
0: Hey man, it's true, man.
1: That was LaShawn, that was Shady's running style. You know, he he would cock the ball out when he, he don't like
0: it, but I mean you saw at Philadelphia he was a baller, but at Kansas City, Shady McCoy didn't do anything. He was a backup backup. Yeah, he was old by then. Yeah, so I mean, that's the that's the nigga he saw the cooked version.
1: So, but still, you know, the way he held the ball was
0: washed up. Even
1: in, in his prime, though.
0: Nigga, but you're gonna have beef with a nigga that's washed up. He never coached Eric. He never coached Shady McCoy in his prime. Shady McCoy basically believes like what you believe. Like, um, somebody was saying like, uh, I mean, I can't. You can't say he believes what you believe. That nigga was there. He's was actually coached by him. I'm an outsider reading what people like LaShawn McCoy says.
1: They said, does he? They are like, they need to like take in what he says. He has championship pedigree. And Lashawn Le- uh responded in the comments. Does he though? Question mark, question we'll mark. We'll see.
0: I'm excited, man. Shout out to Tony Allen. By the way, this is random, but he avoided going to jail. You know, a lot of brothers was going to jail for that insurance fraud. Like Clint Portis, he went to jail, but Tony Allen avoided it. Tony, a basketball player, yeah, the defensive man, your boy at Memphis, Memphis.
1: Um, who's basically like um, Marcus Smart, same career.
0: Nah, he's way better than Marcus Smart. Marcus I meant like places that played at. Balls.
1: and the places that they played at,
0: yeah, he's an overrated flop boss, but yeah, they both played for Boston and now Memphis. You are in the same right. college. Oklahoma State Ah, good point. Yeah, you're right. I just thought about that with Tony Allen.
1: <laughs> and uh, who was the basketball player that actually is going to jail? Terrence Williams.
0: Whoa. I didn't know what's Terrence Williams is going to jail. What? No, what's
1: his name? He looks like uh Moesha's brother.
0: Yeah, that is Terrence Williams.
1: Yeah, he's going to jail. 10 years. Oh,
0: 10 years? Like like uh Tory Lanez? Oh yeah. Man.
1: Then you knew I was talking about Terrence Williams when I said Moisha's brother?
0: Yeah, that is Terrence Williams. Yeah, he's from Seattle. Mm. But anyways, quick, real quick. Oh, yeah, off, see? Bro. Whoa, they said he used his people skills to entice others to aid his $5 million healthcare fraud. See, a lot of boys was hitting the healthcare fraud. See, he went down for it a decade. Clint Portis got like a year or two. That boy, hey, man.
1: Hey, the NBA. was doing numbers. Up. And the NBA is fucked up for that. Why they have to come down on him so hard? Why the NFL be so lenient?
0: Yeah, nah, it's just he didn't scam as much money, man. <laughs> <laughs> How did he get it.
1: Clinton wasn't as good as him. No. <laughs> but real quick for you football people who are like dying to watch some football, check out this YouTube page called Under the Radar. I've already been watching it. Um, it kind of sucks though because um, the high school football hasn't started yet, but. I saw a game. So there's these two teams in California, Mater, uh, Modern Day, and in uh, Saint John Bosco. They're like, some of like two of the best teams in the nation. They're like a big rivalry in California. Whenever they play, people in other states they flew flam them both teams. And I didn't realize that Bryce Young went to Modern Day, and he had like a legendary game in 2019 in high school. I watched that shit. It was a state championship. So you can see dope shit like that, like players who are in the league now. And, like, you'll see that their high school teams are still doing numbers now. But all they have now for, like, recent games, unfortunately, is, like, the 13-year-olds and shit. But them niggas ain't 13. They're, like, 15 and shit. But um, they still be balling. And it's, like, good camera angles and, like, cool music. And it's the best. It's, like, what basketball p- uh, p- uh fans get to enjoy with, like, all their hoop life type shit. But for football, and it's, like, the dopest, like, um high school – uh football like youtube page under the radar and then there's another guy named Flimlow raps who does like the best um like what happened to stories and yeah up-
0: niggas that didn't make it <laughs> no like he just <laughs> i just Watch watched
1: it. one no i just watched one of, um d'angelo hall that shit was tight as hell and then um he actually explained thoroughly like you learn like what really happened with like jamarcus russell or you learn what i just watched the eric berry one today too that one was crazy like Just all the shit that he had to go through. And just you just see how nice he was in high school. Like Eric Berry played against Cam Newton a lot in high school and even picked him off. But Eric Berry played quarterback too. You know what I'm saying? It's just, and he's just like, it's just a really like a dope football YouTube page. Flimlow Raps. Chris told me about him years ago. I've been watching him for years. Shout out
0: Joy. Yeah, you shouting out an NFL person. I got to shout out a basketball shorty. Shout out Joy D'Angela. She's interviewing old niggas. She's the one that had Dr. J-Hot. Now she's with Rick Barry and he's pissed off too. I don't know why these old niggas like her, but she is a nice young lady. She knows her stuff. And I apologize if you're offended if I called you a basketball shorty. You are a journalist. You can talk about many things, but I've only seen you talk to basketball guys, but I do respect what she's doing. On her is- Twitter, she does say that she's an NBA personality and a published model. So, Ooh. congratulations to you, Joy. Keep interviewing these is- old niggas. Why is Rick Barry pissed off? Rick Barry, man, he said the NBA is cat, man. These niggas don't even know the rules. They don't know how to dribble no more. They double dribbling, traveling. They don't know what's going on in the game. They got no skills, no fundamentals. It's her.
1: They have skills, but that's because they the defense... Stands in front of them and lets them do stuff.
0: Ricky B's not having it. He said these refs are trash. They made the game too lenient. And these boys ain't as good as we thought.
1: A lot of them are like some. Like, I don't know. You know, I be hating on a lot of these. Like when LeBron leaves. <laughs>
0: Ooh,
1: it's about to be over. Ain't, ain't no cool niggas. Like it's supposed to be like a Kobe or something by now. Like coming up or like. Another kind of LeBron, and then the the nigga that I thought was supposed to be like the new Jordan, Kevin Durant. He's you know he does weirdo stuff. The new
0: Jordan is LeBron.
1: No, I thought LeBron, and then we're gonna be like the Magics and Birds, and I thought Kevin Durant was gonna come and be the guy. That's what I thought when he was at OKC.
0: Nah, he just doesn't have that in him. This guy's the brother that got punked by Draymond Green to leave Golden State, and now he's kicking it with him in Puerto Rico to watch Team USA. He's not a hey man. He's a nice guy. He just wants to be friends with everybody. And then Kyrie just weirded out his career. Hey man, he's enjoying it. Let him enjoy Dallas with Big Tuck. I'm just saying he his he made his career weird. Shout out to Clint Portis, by the way, for telling Sports Illustrated a few years ago that he thought about whacking his former advisors after they robbed him. Yeah, that was tight. Yeah, think um, he said he was living in a two-room apartment in Northern Virginia. I said, damn, what the hell happened to the bread? I hey, that's not that out.
1: bad. That's expensive still compared to other places.
0: Yeah, but, you know, he wants to be in a mansion in Loudoun County like his former teammates. I used to live, not live, excuse me. I used to work security at one of the wealthiest neighborhoods in America called River Creek. And I'm not going to snitch and say who lived there, but there's definitely former Redskins players living there. And brothers pulling up, so I know he wish he lived there instead of that two room apartment. That's why he wanted to get those boys whacked.
1: <laughs> Martin Lawrence uh, sold a house in Loudon County.
0: Yeah, he used to live down the street from River Creek. Yep. Damn, that's crazy, Martin yeah,
1: Loudon. He's this whole time, making like when he was making Big Mama's ooh, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: you know, he's from Maryland, so it does make sense to hey, let me just go to the richest county in America. <laughs>
1: Either that or Potomac, Maryland. That yeah, west exactly. side. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, you know. Yeah. When you make your millions and you become a boss, would you have a house in Maryland? Also, or would you just post up in Northern Virginia? How would you do it?
1: Um, if I had millions and I became a boss, not I if, probably, when, sucker. You damn right, when. When I be, um, let's see, where am I gonna live? I would probably live in, hmm. I probably live in Maryland because you get more bang for your buck, and Maryland got a little bit more cooler countryness. I'm gonna be like in the country, not really having like. Well, you're gonna have horses
0: by. running around your yard.
1: My house is sitting on uh 20 acres, who the neighbors type shit.
0: Okay, okay, I
1: did. probably probably somewhere in weird old Waldorf or mm-hmm. or like if I do live in VA, it's gonna be Loudon or like Tyson's type shit.
0: True. True. Okay, okay. Now, I did mention it earlier after you said, boy, boy, Terrence Williams is going down for a decade. How do you feel about Tory Lanez going down for a decade?
1: Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I don't wish this on him, but I never really liked Tory Lanez based off, like, I don't know the man, but just from what I've seen, like, how his personality was at at times, like, I just think he was kind of like a like a fake thug type nigga, he used to just pop a lot of shit. It was like a little chihuahua. It would just pop a lot of shit and talk like a New Yorker, even though he's from Canada, uh, Brampton, Canada. And um, but I mean, bro, like, I don't uh, people. I I they say and he did it, like some, but it seems like people are acting like he didn't do it, or or if they're still lying. If you are around Ki- uh, Kylie Jenner the stallion and a gun gets shot that's weird to me would no guns ever be shot if i'm around those
0: of- <laughs> yeah i'm not shooting no guns around honeys i'm not having my strap around those beautiful wealthy women no, yeah, I'm probably
1: gonna have my strap because it's L.A. and I'm gonna have my That's strap. That's what I'm saying. I don't
0: need my strap. I have security. They have the strap. I'm I'm the multi-million dollar artist. I don't need the That's gun.
1: That's true. That's true. But there will be a gun if I'm in L.A. and I got money. Period. Of course, LA, you
0: do need it. These boys, L.A. be tripping. Your brothers bro. think robbing is a is a sport. You L.A. niggas
1: that. be tripping, bro. They they get them on my nerves with that shit. Like L.A. is just dangerous as fuck when you got money. But yeah, I, I don't give a, a fuck. Mean, you're man. poor too, from what I've heard. But go ahead i don't give a fuck how mad that beautiful woman meg is at me i mean it would probably suck to lose that he probably was in his motion his, uh, and
0: kelsey she's pretty too she's a nice woman as well he was he was having his way with all of them
1: allegedly it probably, it probably would suck in the moment to be like knowing like damn i'm about to lose that you know what i'm saying but i'm tori Lanez. i'll be fine like you know what i mean there's no i'm not about to try to that's little man syndrome. shit. Like, trying to, I, I guess, he wanted the women to think he was tough, or supposedly, allegedly, they were fighting with the gun. And I, I, it almost seems like they were fighting with a gun, and he was like try to scare them, like, Hey, like, y'all are fighting with a gun. Y'all don't know how serious this is. I'm gonna show you how serious this is. Dance, bitch. Throwing
0: so beautiful like, women how serious things are with the gun is dangerous because they were
1: fighting with it. I think, I think they allegedly, were both like, Yeah, that is Yeah, they, they were say. both like,
0: had it in their hand, probably
1: doing stupid shit with it, and I guess he probably tried to show them, like, I'm an actual thug. Look at this. I'm about to scare y'all. Like, <laughs> so I'll have street stories about me, even though it's oh. involving
0: women. But Try to tell y'all, man. You boys ain't street. Man, Nav is more street than all you guys in Canada, outside of Drake. Drake bought his way into being street because he pays for everything, but but Nav is the real goon.
1: This nigga really about to be in prison for 10 years years career Uh,
0: maybe six seven if he does good if he does you know good behavior goes to school in jail you know career over yeah hairline over how you how you gonna have hairline maintenance in jail career
1: over like and you i just like i don't feel bad for nobody who shoots a woman but i feel bad as far as like just imagine thinking like man i was with these Beautiful women in a pool, eating good food, and now I am in here for 10 years. All I had to do was go home. All he had to do was just go home that night.
0: Word up. I got more random stuff for you, because that's how we doing it today. Johnny Manziel and his Netflix doc, you know, it's going viral for a few reasons. One of them is that he said he watches Zero Tape during his time. <laughs> with the browns and it's funny how a lot of quarter not a lot but there's a few quarterbacks them brothers did not care about the sport and then of course one brother quote retweeted it his name is player haters at player stormy he said bro watch zero tape and still had more 300 yard passing games than justin fields yeah, Dustin Phil stinks to me, but yeah, I know you don't rate him. He's like he's what you really think is a running quarterback, right? A real running back, right? Not even that. He's just a st- st- stinky nigga that can run. But he but ran he, for over a thousand yards last year, Jay. That nigga is Tim Tebow.
1: Tim Tebow better than him, but he, <laughs> yeah,
0: he, he, he did in uh,
1: a playoff game. Hey. He um, is rated very high in fantasy this year, Justin Fields. I hope I don't have to, like, even
0: think about it. <laughs> yeah, you know niggas that can throw and run. That's valuable. The dual threat, since running backs are dead, you need more dual threat quarterbacks. I've been seeing that. See, I don't have a problem giving you game because you already know the game. I'm talking to an expert, and I'm not a threat.
1: I hope, that, I, hope I don't have to even think, like... Should I get him or not? Like, I hope I don't. Please please don't let the draft go where I have to think about picking Justin Fields. (laughs) That nigga sucks.
0: Is he he the quarterback that, like, if you see him on your board, you want to press reset in the draft? Yeah, I don't want him at all. Get away from me. So, like, if you were to give an example, because I know you're, for some reason, you think I'm a threat when I'm not. But... Is he the, like the lowest bar of quarterback that you're willing to accept or no, you wouldn't want that. Because there has to be a point like one one of the reasons why my team was trashed last year in our DMV fantasy football league um, is that my quarterback was Derek Carr. I took too long to take a quarterback. And, and I thought he was
1: pretty good. Huh? And you thought he was pretty good. At the yeah, game. because
0: I was stupid. I thought, oh, he has Devontae Adams. They're friends. Devontae Adams is arguably the best wide receiver. He's going to ball. But, uh, you know, Derek Carr's not that good. <clears throat> so Devontae Adams did ball.
1: You know who I had?
0: No. Jalen Hurts. Nice, nice <laughs> man. Whoa, whoa, and I didn't why did you laugh like that?
1: Because that was just amazing. And I didn't like I wasn't hating on him like Justin Fields, but I um he was under surveillance. So when I yeah, picked but him, you knew he had more talent to work with, yeah, but he was still under surveillance. But man, I was just I was proud of him last year. Yeah, third best player in the NFL, right? I had Justin, I had Jalen Hurts and Austin Eckler on my team.
0: Best running back and the best. Or second best quarterback. That's why you won that league, right?
1: Yeah, and then Amon Ross. Oh, yeah, and C.D. Lamb went off for the kid, I, but I'd be mad at him a lot. Yeah, you
0: bit. don't rate him because you're a hater.
1: No, nah, I like him. He's, he's he's one of the best. I just think he can do a little bit better, but uh, he's one of the best, period. And then Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, that's my young dog right there. But um, Justin Fields, is he like the lowest bar? No, he's not the lowest bar. Somebody like Fucking Ryan Tannehill
0: is the lesson. Or party. Kirk Cousins, or do you respect Kirk Cousins in fantasy?
1: No, not in fantasy whatsoever. I don't want white <laughs> I don't no disrespect to white people, but I don't want a white quarterback as my quarterback in fantasy unless it's Joe Burrow or, Josh Josh Allen, Allen. or uh Aaron Rodgers. Or
0: Patrick Mahomes. He's half
1: white. He's not white. But um yeah, half-white. Um Africans have
0: uh stronger genes than any other humans on the planet. So, well, his dad have, is a foundational black American, so they have dominant genes. So he's black. Or maybe um, his dad is adults. I don't know. His
1: dad be smoking on that Joe Burrow pack. I think didn't know his dad was like that.
0: Yeah, they didn't know his dad was a foundational black American. He got arrested at one of his Texas Tech games. you know. He acts up. I didn't know he was like that.
1: And then his younger brother got in trouble for trying to kiss him. Yeah.
0: yeah. I guess he's not gay. Are you saying that his dad and his little brother like going to jail? Is that what you're telling us?
1: No, but I just had to throw that in there because a lot of people think that uh, Jackson Mahomes is gay, even though that's none of their business, what he chooses to do with his life. He's a creep.
0: that's what he is. He's a weirdo and a creep. That he likes said, he tried comedy. to tell us he
1: wasn't gay on one of his vlogs a couple of years ago. I used to watch. I don't give a damn.
0: I know that was your brother because you respect dancers. But no, nah, anyway. I just
1: I just used to watch his vlogs because he was funny to me. He was a funny nigga to watch. Like I would actually, it was like comedy to me. Like he was a
0: funny guy. Yeah, you, you guys have a lot in common. You guys are mm-hmm. both geek mentally. You know, <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> real, nothing, real sick boy. Nothing in
1: common with Jackson Mahone. I would never step on a Dead Legends number.
0: Yeah, man. Who cares? It's on the floor for a reason. Step on it. They it's they not. sprayed it on the floor. That nigga is not Muhammad. Okay, so the name so is, not it's so is not aunt, holy. So what?
1: They're on. Oh, they're they're representing him that day. It's not about being holy.
0: It's just about respect and awareness.
1: Hey, man. He don't care. He
0: don't know who Sean Taylor is, man. He's like twenty years old.
1: That's like if I go to a high school or something and they're honoring somebody who fucking played volleyball or some shit. I'm not I mean, about to. Like, I mean,
0: I'm not about to just like do anything close to like hey man it's football man it's concussions it's tech ta- it's tackles it's not about being sensitive and respectful man it's about going to kill and he does tiktoks like on the sideline and shit like yeah you would be a dancer too if your brother was a superstar nah odell was a dancer i mean i actually missed when he was doing a <laughs> hit that nigga was funny remember he used to
1: dance in backyards and shit
0: I'm not as aware, you know, I wasn't really watching football when he was the man. But are you excited that now you get to see him every week locally or are you just a red zone boy? Because you say you're a Ravens fan, so you should just watch Ravens games and then red zone when they're not playing. I always watch Ravens games all the time. But do you watch the whole game or just the red zone experience? That's what I'm asking. I watch the
1: whole game for the most part. And then, but um, red zone does get it gets goes back and forth. You know, it's, it's you know it's for ESPN zone at the crib, basically for me. You know, what I mean, shout out to the legendary R.I.P.
0: ESPN zone and R.I.P. ESPN as we knew it. They trying to sell that thing. They don't know what to do. You ain't making money like you used to ESPN. And it's crazy. I never used to go to the D.C. ESPN. Um, zone. I used to always go, oh, to, go to the one in Baltimore. Come yeah. on. The real boys knew that. Come on. Yeah. Man. Oh, that, that that was a thing. Everybody knew yeah, that was a Yeah, man. One? I never went to the joint in D.C. either. I went to the Baltimore joint. That was the wave. That shit was Yeah, bad. like the D.C.
1: one was like smaller and kind of yeah, wacky. Yeah,
0: it wasn't as active.
1: I thought that shit was tight. Like they had fucking uh, TVs at the urinals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In the bathrooms and
0: shit. And I was like uh, shit, man. <laughs> psycho shit for fanatics. Yeah, man, they had an ESPN phone, man. ESPN got too big. They really thought they could be everything. Real (laughs) psycho shit. (laughs) Before we go, man, 50 Cent next month.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm excited for Odell Beckham. I'm excited for Young Zay Flowers. And Rashad Bateman is fucking back. This is the best receiving core that the Baltimore Ravens have ever had in their whole history. Let's fucking get it.
0: Shout out to my boy, White Jerome. He's a Ravens fan. He said, Lamar, boy, you better work out or he gonna cook you. So White Jerome is watching you. Anywho, like I was saying, your favorite rapper of all time, 50 Cent's gonna be in Baltimore next month. I'm going, Osei's going, D'Angelo's going. D-Lo was actually at the show yesterday in Bristol and said it was the greatest concert he's ever been to. It was turned... He saw so many people there, he didn't even know it was going to be there. Of course, the Caucasoids was out there, but it was active and it was a movie. Are you going to go see Two Quarters in Baltimore?
1: No, but not like I'm I'm surprised or anything. How come people, everybody wants to go see 50 Cent? How come his shows are still lit? Is it because, obviously, he's one of the greatest to ever do it and probably one of the biggest he's one 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 of the the biggest rap stars? It's
0: one of the most beloved albums ever and that album is about to be diamond so n- niggas know that shit from beginning end.
1: and do you think if, if there was a top 10 list he's obviously probably like at the peak of his career was one of the like the hottest most popular biggest rap superstars of all time yes is he top five
0: maybe yeah
1: yeah probably think he had a team. movie
0: a tv show a sneaker deal uh, he had a lot he was the man
1: Video game,
0: yeah, he had it all. Yeah,
1: Fifty Cent was big
0: time. I mean, he, he was, was big so time. big, he made Lloyd Banks and Tony Ayo and uh, game stars. He made a lot of niggas stars, except for Olivia. Yeah, well, you know, that was a time when R and B was di- was dying. So, unless you could dance like Ciara, and sing like Beyonce, it was hard for you. With or you had to be kind summer, of hood like winter, spring, and fall. That wasn't working.
1: Or you had to be kind of hood and authentic like Keisha Cole.
0: Yeah, but Keisha Cole, I don't know who wr- writes her songs, If or, or maybe it was her, but Keisha Cole had a unique voice and a great tone, and her songs were great.
1: New Age Mary J. Blige, people wanted her to be.
0: Yeah, that is true, because she talked about the struggle very well. And they're not the best technical singers, but they just real and raw
1: yeah keisha cole did her thing during that dead r&b era because ashanti was already fading out by then Hmm.
0: yeah the mid-2000s that's uh well i just saw a pretty girl with a bulletproof vest on and a yankees hat saying we outside 50 At the cent- 50 cent concert yeah mm. i'm about to send you the picture she looks cute
1: and 50's still getting money, bro. He never like fell off. Real like he kind of the tour was the,
0: the tour did so well in Europe that he did it in America. Then this is independent. It's not like all these other rappers that need to work with Ticketmaster. He's doing this on his own, and he's doing numbers.
1: He almost kind of he almost kind of fizzled out, but he was smart. He, he didn't knew fizzled
0: out. Of course, he fizzled out.
1: He knew that doing that cancer movie would allow him to like that was like him paying his dues to do be able to have like power and um fucking um bmf and shit like he really like went to like hollywood school did a lot of different movies and now he's right like he really never fell off for like he 20 years later he's still like doing big shit like that's like real deal hustling i respect 50 more now i've been watching a lot of tony ayo stuff
0: before I go, I'm seeing the NFR podcast. Shout out to them. They're two white boys from Canada in their early 20s. I don't agree with almost anything they say, but I just like that more people are talking about rap out there, especially white boys from Canada. And they think that Little Yachty should be in discussion for Rap MVP 2023. People are saying that I'm hating on Little Yachty. Because I don't respect his rap. Some people saying, yeah, Dan, you right. Some of these melodic niggas can't really rap. Cause shout out to Parks on the Joe Budden podcast. He's admitting Utopia is not that good. He's falling out of it. He yeah. realized, oh yeah, it's not that good. Like, cause Travis is rapping a lot and he's not a good rapper. The mm-hmm. same reason why Man on the Moon 3 sucks is because Travis Scott told Kid Cuddy to rap more. Some of you, some of you melodic niggas. Are not good at traditional rapping, or I shouldn't say not good, it's just not as entertaining, like Kid Cudi, like Travis Scott, like Little Yachty. Hey, and I'm, hey, Push it T, you need to hurry up because Little Yachty said that you grew up better than, than Adonis Graham, okay? He said, and I quote, that boy is not a kingpin. He sold a couple grams, he ain't no gangster. He grew up better than Adonis Graham. Why are they lying on you? Because he's
1: from Virginia Beach and he's not from that project in Norfolk that they shot the video in.
0: Yeah, he's a suburban gangster. But his cousins were from there, so. I know real suburban goons. I know suburban trappers. I know people that are from the working class in the suburbs and their parents had modest jobs and they hustled to make it better. They didn't have to, but they did it. Same thing the Clips always said. They always said we came from a two-parent household we didn't trap out of desperation because we grew up on welfare. We just wanted money and we wanted a ball. Jada kiss says the same thing because he's from Yonkers. He ain't from New York City, quote-unquote. He went to private school. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Jada kiss, that's why on I'm Not You, they pick Styles and Jada for a reason because they're like, y'all niggas are from the Virginia Beach, quote-unquote, of New York City, if you will, and Yonkers. Like Niggas don't look at that as New York City, but They have street stories, too, even though they grew up better than people in the hood.
1: And that's funny, too. Like, you can always tell by the way, the clips, like, how they talk, they spoke well, and they're smart. But also, that's just a thing of, like, yesterday's rappers. Like, they all, like, were pretty, they were more educated than today's rapper. Like, even Prodigy was, like, an art
0: school Yeah, they were, on average, they were smarter people. Even though, like, Jay-Z, Nas, they didn't graduate from high school, but they had great life experiences they're well read they're knowledgeable about stuff they did research on a lot of things it's just people back then were smarter because they had to be there was no smartphone there was less distractions niggas actually went to libraries and stuff so yeah people back then were smarter than today you're right
1: prodigy was in art school was an artsy kid growing up tupac even e40 went to grambling even yeah, Gucci,
0: yeah, yeah. forty was in the band and selling crack. That's what I'm saying. People think just because you're a good kid doesn't mean you can b- b- do hot stuff. Him and B legit I, were going bonkers in Louisiana in the trap house.
1: I think uh, Ice Cube was could have went to like engineering. Like, come on, O'Shea, education.
0: you of course. O'Shea was a good boy. You saw that pink polo he was wearing.
1: But Eminem dropped out in ninth grade, though. I think he failed in ninth grade three times, then dropped out.
0: Well, you know, he's a trailer park boy. He's a real mud
1: boy. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, niggas were kind of smart. And I mean, I don't know if this has anything to do with wits or smartness, but even like Pastor Troy's dad was like a pastor. And then Juicy J and Project Pat, their dad was a pastor too. So yeah, and those
0: boys wanted to sin his sin. sin. <laughs> but But it's just
1: funny how yesterday's rapper had like, they, they weren't as street people always say that today like the, the street niggas actually are the rappers now and you can kind of tell because a lot of times
0: a lot of like real street niggas be a little stupid sometimes like <laughs> yeah you love saying that it'd be making niggas like osay mad
1: <laughs> well osay's a smart intelligent brother i'm not talking about him but a lot of street niggas be stupid like they get mad about dumb shit they can't really comprehend stuff like no disrespect but <laughs> keek <Keith> Lock, <laughs> lock's girlfriend just said that about him the girl that broke up with him, she's like, this nigga can't comprehend nothing. He get mad real quick. He's, like, mean and rude. Like, who the fuck want to be around this nigga? He's even mean and rude to his friends. He wakes up with an attitude. Like, that's all that immature, like, getting in trouble in class shit, and then be saying, like, the teacher said it was never going to be anything. Like, nigga, you're not, like, you talking and shit the <laughs> fucking country. Like, I knew why I used to get in trouble because I used to get in trouble a lot when I was young, but I are knew you exactly like are you,
0: were, are you like the kid that was, uh, remember the video of that kid that was geeking up and his football coach was like, Shut up, damn. You oh, always nah. making noise. <laughs> nah, and, but... was, and his coach was pissed. Yeah, but... he said, Damn, you always talking. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, man. I love effort. football coaches, bro. Football coaches are so cool, bro. They're the best coaches.
1: Oh yeah, before They're we really go drill
0: I... sergeants, drill sergeants.
1: Before we go, I have some criti- um critical uh um opinions of Drake and
0: all right hold on before you say that let's get something out the way real quick because i want your thoughts on this on this day in 2009 one of the greatest projects of our childhood our early adulthood you know we were still teenagers how fly came out man this is also the week in 2009 that we moved in to norfolk state so if you could go in that time machine how do you remember hearing How Fly for the first time?
1: I'm trying to think. I don't know if the Life video came out first, but I remember the Life was my favorite song, but it was a definite, like, it matched where I was at in my life. Like, you know what I mean? It was like a while age. Shit was like kind of my introduction to like the lifestyle rap, a little bit of Big Sean, and about by the time currency and in currency too of course but then by the time he linked up with whiz it was just like yeah that stuff they rapping about is cool but it's like the cool shit for real so i just remember bumping that shit front to back walking to class tripping over some of the sidewalks at Northwood state remember the sidewalks we used to of be- course come on man <laughs> you were dog i used to trip in front of like girls like a group as, of girls like as- wow like, like a real trip like you can't even hide it and i Sometimes I would pretend like I just like out, like after I would trip, I would like do like a dribbling move and shoot a jump shot, like to be funny and shit. And they'd be like, I saw that nigga, like you're not slick, like but
0: shout out to the girl that said, I'm tired of dudes cro- tr- crossing me over at the bar because I'm tall.
1: Oh, damn, that's funny. Back in her, down. you know,
0: they'd be doing the invisible crossover because she a tall youngin'.
1: <laughs> or they back try to
0: posterize her. She said, I did that.
1: I did that to this white lady in my job last week. She didn't know what I was doing. It was funny.
0: Whoa, she didn't understand that sauce?
1: Yeah, like I crossed her up and then hit a a step-back jumper. She was like, what? Like, huh? Oh. Like, dang, white people don't like basketball. That's funny.
0: Yeah, they do. They do. But it has to be a certain style. But, uh, hey, man, I think that tape is a classic for sure. I broke it down earlier on the last Dan. Also, yesterday was... uh, Watch the Throne, twenty eleven. What do you think about that album?
1: That was fun. That was like when rap got real, like high fashion, just like um royal elegance, like gluttony, like taking a bath in like a fucking gold bath and shit, and like. Art and t- rapping about million dollar art and it was like high quality flexing with two giants and it was like yeah, kind of fun. It was I remember so. a lot
0: of uh journalists were mad at the reviews. They were hating at them balling so hard because it was when niggas weren't eating. <laughs> they were
1: balling. They were yeah, even they were recording
0: it. it. Falling out of control. They were recording it in like fucking castles and yeah, crazy too. hotels. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was next.
0: Like that shit was crazy to see. That was a fun. Time like it was that was a cool Aaron And shout out to Jordan Overby who tried to lie and say the Carter four was better. Oh lord, I think I he's a, he's a two. I'm a little Wayne fan. That brother is a little Wayne staying
1: Shout out to him. I actually just seen his Instagram probably within like the last six months to a year, and he's doing this thing modeling and shit. Like you know, what I mean, he's doing this thing. It was just sometimes I'd be coming across like yeah,
0: he'd be like, doing this thing. Man, he's like doing a lot of Norfolk State people are like fucking killing it. Like, yeah, we the greatest, man. Our generation changed Norfolk State forever. Shout out to everybody of that era class of 12, 13, 14, 15, even 11, 10, all them niggas, man. We change it for the better, man. Norfolk State, 2035 is our 100th anniversary. <laughs> Just know it's going to be a movie. And yeah. I'm going to be at homecoming this year because, you know, 10 years since I graduated. So definitely got to salute and see all the honeys, all the homies, and even all the professors that are still around. I got to connect. I'm pulling up too. Yeah, yeah.
1: I ain't been to a Norfolk State homecoming in a long time. You need to
0: go to the other homecoming in Baltimore and go see your uncle 50 Cent. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I'm definitely pulling up to Norfolk. I'm
0: going because... You know, shout out to say He said, hey, man, you made me go to Yeezus with you. And then he said 50 Cent's his favorite rapper. So I was like, all right, I guess I got to go.
1: What arena are they doing this at in Baltimore?
0: Uh, I forgot. I don't know. The Baltimore Bullets arena? Mm, I don't remember. I know this show is September 19th. It's a Tuesday. Oh. Yeah, so I'll be in the building. All right. Now, before we go, give us that Drake, that Steven Drake take.
1: So, you know how I would say that Drake would like check off boxes and like earn my respect a lot throughout the years. Like I was happy that he won a rap beef. That's like a a big milestone that Kendrick has never even did. He's supposed to be so great. Rap is a competitive sport. So I like when people challenge each other. He did that. I like that.
0: You know, he was able to do shit with like Who's Atlanta. the first person to say rap is a competitive sport? Shit, busy B. I don't know. <laughs> and he lost that battle to Kubo D. I'm
1: just saying, MC Shan and fucking KRS. I don't Another know.
0: nigga that lost the battle, MC Shan. And I he's mad at and,
1: for not I putting Kuj- him on the show. I Kujay beat Ice T and Kubo D.
0: I don't know. Uh, I don't know what Ice T did. So, I mean, I guess Ice-T he
1: got smoked. He started acting. That's what he did after that.
0: I mean didn't LL start acting too? Yeah,
1: but no, Ice T acted after he got dissed by LL. Like Ice-T's LL was like
0: been an actor. Ice T was in Beach Street. I'm just saying <laughs> he's the LL, first rapper actor for real. LL
1: Cool J used to be like the boogeyman in rap. Like you didn't want to like battle him.
0: Hey man, I don't know who lied to you and told he you was that.
1: he was the career and he was like the Ice Cube,
0: the boogeyman. He was
1: him and Ice Cube were like if you if they diss you, your career might end. Please. You're just too young. You don't know about this. You know what I mean?
0: This old school shit. He didn't end nobody's career. You wet behind the ears, man. Cannabis ended his own career, and then Cool Modi was old, and then Ice T still kept rapping after that. Nah, he he did. What
1: what song did he have in the '90s that was big? Cop Killer. (laughs) That was in the '90s.
0: Yeah. All
1: right, '95. By '95, he was out of here.
0: Yeah, but that's because he was been he was been rapping since like '82, '83 on Wild Style and shit. He was supposed to be out of there.
1: That's true. So was Ice-T before? Uh, Too Short was Too Short first. Ice-T? T- was West Coast rapper. Ice-T
0: Ice T- was first.
1: So he's the first West Coast
0: rapper. Not the first West Coast rapper, but that nigga was rapping early.
1: The first mainstream West Coast rapper.
0: Uh, It might be... Probably was Ice-T or Too Short. Maybe Too Short. I mean, they both... Because Too Short already had albums. Too Short's first album comes out before Ice-T but Two Shorts first mainstream album comes out 87 and Ice-T's first album comes out 87 the same summer looks if Wikipedia is telling the truth Born and Mac is July 20th 87 and Power or sorry Ryan Pays by Ice-T is July 28th 1987
1: and uh, Ice-T was in New and Jersey and
0: both albums are gold by the way
1: I see he was a New Jersey nigga too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Jersey, but then he moved to LA early. That's why he's in Breaking, because, you know, that's a West Coast movie. Breakdance, uh, you know, Breaking, all that of rapping. Yeah. New Jack City is 1991, by the way. Hey, he used a little girl as a body shield. I'm really from New York. I'm iced tea. But, um. In New Jersey. It's different. But, um, he's so. From New York.
1: So Drake got the diss out the way. He's able to do like Atlanta trap shit, Memphis shit. They able to do Afro beats. they able to do UK shit. You can do
0: dance hall pop, stuff.
1: Dance hall stuff uh, pop he music. He made a dance
0: album that's hard.
1: He can do New York lyrical, miracle, spiritual stuff. But where I feel like he dropped the ball at being an actor, because I thought about 8 Mile today and I just thought about like, wow, Eminem really did like a Purple Rain. And I was like, I feel like Drake I wonder why he didn't do like a Purple Rain. He was an actor, but I guess he knew he would have made fun of him. And nah, I feel like he-
0: liked... The reason why he never did is because his story is in street. And all the rap movies that we've seen in history are based on the streets. But- Because purple... he doesn't have a street tale, he didn't want to do it. Prince ain't got no street tale? Yeah, he's not a rapper, nigga. Did you hear what I said? mean Eminem ain't got no street tale? His, the 8 Mile movie, that is his street tale- Trailer parks are the white streets. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he was beefing with three one three. He was beefing with niggas. That's rap shit. He was doing beefing with the free world. He was getting beat up and shit, getting his bitch taken. That's rap shit. He was beefing with the free world and he got died. his young g. That's what I'm saying. He was going through rap shit. His man and, shot and when you're white, you're allowed to get your girl taken and beat up. And his man shot himself. That's rap history. Come on, man. Another, another white guy. Smiles <laughs> just... rap shit. It is. Uh, Drake doesn't have that. He can't make a cool story about his rap story. He His
1: dad wasn't around.
0: They they don't care about that. You're from the suburbs of Toronto. Sorry. But yeah, I feel like I, he kind of hides that's his back. That's why Jimmy Iovine wanted to make a movie about Chief Keith He was like, all right, we gave Eminem a movie. We gave 50 Cent a movie. Chief Keith you're going to get a movie. Because yeah, Chicago was the murder capital of America. That was hell on earth. So, yeah, when we make a story about you getting out that ghetto, that's going to hit crazy. Drake don't have a story like that. So you ain't going to get a movie, boy.
1: The 50 Cent story was even crazy, too.
0: Yeah, because that's real. That That's what I'm saying. If you're a rapper and you're going to be the star of a movie, you have to do street shit. And Drake don't have that. Sorry. You're but so- I feel
1: like he also like hides his acting a little bit. Like Obviously, that's the reason why he's been able to be dominant in rap, because he didn't try to do too much but like even tupac did movies Like i just feel like drake i wish he would have acted more throughout his career but then he wouldn't probably be be drake but um i just feel like he, dang he had, drake.
0: Beat, he had to beat the child actor allegations to become the sixth god he couldn't become the mob boss of rap if he did movies
1: oh yeah and tupac wasn't a, child a actor.
0: childish rapper tupac I mean,
1: wasn't he, a child actor either
0: i'm saying drake was Drake was Wheelchair Jimmy. He got shot by a nerd on a TV show. He got paralyzed by a goofy on a TV show. So I'm saying he, he had to do a lot of stuff to get out of it.
1: I just can't believe he didn't do a movie like Purple Rain and 8 Mile. I just
0: thought that was kind of interesting. Hey, man, he's not. He doesn't have a story like that. That's interesting.
1: Do you think 8 Mile is better than Purple Rain?
0: No. Okay. But yeah, it is better as the actual story or a movie just talking about as the actual movie because I mean, Purple Rain is just nine music is really just like 12 music videos. You he performs <laughs> all the Purple Rain. Apollonia performs songs. Maserati performs songs. And then, of course, Morris Day and the Time performs. It's just a big music video in the middle of him going smack at Apollonia and his dad and, dead. and his dad wilding out on his mind. And is
1: that slap him.
0: Yeah
1: he, 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 yeah, he. Yeah, <laughs> Clarence Thomas. I used to be scared of him when I was a ah, kid. Yeah, he is a menace. Clarence Williams. Man. I mean, Clarence yeah, Williams. He's
0: menacing. He was. He
1: looked scary as shit, and it's because it tells from the hood.
0: Yeah,
1: man, that's funny. Damn, yeah, you're bro.
0: confused why Drake never made a movie. That's yeah, because
1: I was thought about because like my corny ass uh, was going, and right before I went to the gym, I was like, you know what? I'm actually gonna work out to victory today because I never worked out to victory. I want to see what that's like. Cool Rocky sample. Then it made me think of Lose Yourself. And I was like, I'm not going that far. I ain't working out to Lose Yourself. Then I started thinking about the movie 8 Mile. And then I was like, I wonder why. And I thought about Purple Rain. I was like, well, that was like Eminem's Purple Rain. I never thought about it like that. I'm stupid. Then I was like, why didn't Drake do it? That nigga's an actor. How come he didn't do like a, like to add on to his already amazing career. How come he ain't got like a, he could have put out like a You Got Served quality movie. And it would have did numbers in the theaters in 2011. And I was just, like, wondering, like, dang, he stayed away from that shit. He, the only thing he really gave us is SNL, but he stays away from the acting. And he was an actor. And he's not. I guess he's not going to be like Ice Cube or Will Smith.
0: Nah, because I'm bigger than... Or o- Tupac. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to because he's the god of rap. I don't have to become an, an actor when I have 400, 500 million dollar contracts on music. <laughs>
1: but I don't know, I just...
0: I don't have to do that. I'm a producer. I make TV shows like Euphoria. Them niggas, I've produced it and them uh, Zendaya will make me my acting money. I so don't Tupac, need to act.
1: So you think Tupac did acting because he had bad contracts or do you think he just all liked acting? Wasn't eating or do you think he too. liked
0: acting too, though? I mean, all them niggas had to get multiple streams of hustles because they weren't eating exactly in rap or they didn't know how to... For Tupac, I don't know what got him into acting but yeah, that nigga wasn't a he wasn't the mega star at the time when he did Juice. He seemed like he liked acting, though. Why not? It seems cool. And they make more money in acting than they do making music. That's what Ludacris, you see, he's in all the Fast and Furiouses. Ice-T's been a cop for over a decade on Law and Order. So, yeah, they do very well. Ice Cube, my man. Method
1: Man now? Method Man now?
0: Yeah, Method Man. So, yeah, they do well. But none of them niggas are Drake. None of them niggas were the biggest rapper in the world when they started acting. And Drake, the only one that you couldn't say that with is Eminem and 50, that they were the biggest. Ice big-
1: Cube was probably one of the biggest rappers when he did Boys in the Hood.
0: Uh, Yeah, you could say that. Yale's yeah, like 91. Yeah, you could argue he was too. But yeah, like I said, the numbers wasn't the same for what Eminem and 50 Cent were doing compared to what Ice Cube was doing. Nah, it, it's not the same.
1: Sticky fingers. That's was why blade. he
0: wasn't the lead actor in Boys in the Hood.
1: Sticky Fingers was, was blade. Sticky fingers was blade.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it flops.
1: <laughs> Sticky fingers was
0: blade. Yeah. I think Keith Murray acted too. That's where we got. We should end it right there, man. What's my man from Moesha?
1: Terrence Williams?
0: No. The nigga that played her boyfriend Q. From from Onyx.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, you know his name. No, I who, don't. That's why I'm asking. To, to Michael Jordan to get his baldy. Yeah, exactly.
0: Do the, do the knowledge, nigga. Do, hey, do your Google. It's Star. Yeah, there you go. That nigga said he made Michael Jordan go bald. Hey Amen. Mm-hmm. All That's right. Chopper suit convos. Drake, do a movie so Jamal can like you even more. We'll holler at y'all next week.